0: All right, glad you're with us. Write down our toll free telephone number. It's 800 941 Sean. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. Uh, two big stories we are following t- today. It is Election Day, Senate Runoff Day in the great state of Georgia. The final numbers from Towery Insider Advantage and Kahaley Trafalgar Group are in, and is this could not be any closer than it is. Um, between the different estimates that are out there, um, my, in my head, I'm looking at a million votes needed today, election day, day of voting, to make up for a lot of the early votes. As as all the analysis that I've looked of what we learned about early votes, where they came from, likely Democrat, likely Republican votes. Republicans, you know, pattern holding. They are behind with early voting. Uh, of course, they never fix the issues down there, thanks to this incompetent, idiotic Secretary of State. By the way, the, the, the biggest sleight-of-hand bait-and-switch arguments he was making yesterday are just pathetic. Same with the governor, just pathetic. But that does not take away the urgency that I want to instill in the minds of the people in Georgia here. If you got Nancy Pelosi running the House and you got Chuckie Schumer running the Senate, it is for the country an unmitigated Disaster. Uh, these two seats matter. These votes that are, are now going to take place all throughout the next three hours of this program. And I will be reminding you often that if you haven't voted, I can just say your country needs you. And it is imperative. Everything that we hold dear, frankly, is hanging in the balance. Every, if you like President Trump and you like his accomplishments the last four years, do understand Pelosi and Schumer with a House and Senate majority, will undo all of the good that has been done the last four years. Uh, As it relates to never-ending investigations into the president, his family, that will continue as well. Uh, You can stop it. And I remember leading up to election day, I kept saying, you got to act like you're you're one touchdown down, you're six points behind, you're on your own twenty. Two minutes left in the game, no timeouts. you got to march down the field 80 yards, cross the plane, kick the extra point to win. That's that's where I look at Georgia now. This election will be won or lost in the great state of Georgia in the next four hours until polls close. Now, I'm making an assumption here is that with 8,000 poll watchers and they did apparently keep eyes on the drop boxes that, frankly, in my humble opinion, shouldn't exist – like a consent decree agreement that never should have been entered into with the Secretary of State, that the governor who claims he has no authority to call a special session for the House Legislature to undo the consent agreement that was that the Georgia Secretary of State went into with the Georgia Democratic Party, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the Democratic Senate uh, Congressional Committee. Uh, that allowed for the drop boxes and the duals signature verification standards. I mean, the idea that he's, well, we, we did a sampling in Cobb County. Nobody wanted to, him to check Cobb County at the time. They wanted Fulton County, and I wouldn't take my eyes off to Cab County either today. And what's going on there? Because I assume Fulton County probably understands they might be under a lot more scrutiny this time than last time uh, based on what we've learned since the election. And God only knows how many weeks after today we might be finding thousands of votes again in Georgia. By every objective measure, it was an unmitigated disaster in the general election down there. But we knew that in the lead up with the primaries, you know, hence the criticism of the New York Times, the AP and, and so many others in agreement that georgia needed needs a lot of work to be done on its its voting system they had the opportunity they didn't do it but with that said it's neither here nor there i don't care about your governor today i don't care about your secretary of state today what i care about is every single patriotic uh, uh american in georgia that they get out and they get to the polls and assume that your vote is going to be the winning vote And if it means you got to stay online for hours, I'm just not I'm not asking you to do something that I myself, if I lived in Georgia today, wouldn't do myself. I would stand online as long as it takes. And like on Election Day, I will remind you, as long as you are online before the polls close, you are allowed and guaranteed your right to vote. Don't go home. Stay in line. Use your cell phones you know chronicle everything that's going on if you're going to be one of the eight thousand poll watchers we are told i've been promised there were plenty of poll watchers before november 3rd didn't turn into uh reality unfortunately in many places i had recommended but nobody listens to me um but anyway it's it's that important you want to talk about open borders you want to talk about health care for illegal immigrants you want to talk about the new green deal radical socialism uh You know, that would be the pain inflicted on the country, radical leftist justices on the Supreme Court and elsewhere. It's all hanging in the balance. And I hate to put the pressure on my friends in Georgia because I have a lot of friends down there and I lived there for a number of years in Roswell. But it is in your hands and your country is watching very closely. And we're we're counting on a lot of you, even though it is painful, even though you might be frustrated. We share your frustration. We share your concern president went there and and he had to spend at least 75 percent of his speech talking about how important this race is for this country at this time so i'm you know to the extent that i can encourage you to get out and vote if you haven't gotten online yet please do it or call your friends or help your neighbors get to the polls if they need a ride whatever you can do would be greatly appreciated within of course we believe in doing things legally unlike our some of our liberal friends um, final polls, Insider Advantage, Matt Towery. They'll join us uh, in the final hour of the program today. 49 49, Asaf and Purdue. 49 49, Leffler and Warnoff. Uh, we have Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar Group. 49.4, Asaf. 48.5, Purdue. Uh, uh, in the Leffler case Leffler's up 49.7 Warnock 48.4 different varying estimates of you know the one thing I'm going to be looking at throughout the day and I'm getting anecdotal information on I don't want to uh, go off early here I I think it's doable the number of people that we need to get to the polls day of voting in terms of being able to make up the ground that pretty much everybody I talk to The general consensus is that it's Robert has it on the more on the lower end Uh, numbers. His numbers are based on a turnout model of eight hundred and fifty thousand to a million fifty thousand. And as the turnout moves over that, if we got to one one or one two, he thinks we can get to the point where Republicans would win both of them. There are enough available registered Republicans in Georgia to win these two races today. That I can tell you. Uh, We have a Yahoo News report, influential Wall Street investment house warning a Democratic win in Georgia tonight. would could spell extremely bad news for investors? Investors will have their eyes peeled there in Georgia all day and all night and all day tomorrow, I assume, as well. Democratic win of these two contested Senate seats could trigger a sell-off in the markets, according to Oppenheimer strategist John uh, Stolzfuss. And should the Democrats win both seats, we expect the S&P to become vulnerable to a downdraft in the neighborhood of 6 to 10%. In our experience, the markets prefer Washington's Capitol Hill have enough checks and balances in place to keep political power out of just one party's hands. Uh, So we'll watch. But the stakes are, you know, I can't even begin to tell you why the stakes are so high. There's a great editorial in today's New York Post about it. And I mean, it it is on the front cover of the New York Post. All eyes on the peach state today. You know, but you can't overstate how important this is. Republicans need to win at least one of these to control the Senate, preferably two when you have people like Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski and Democrats running the, the Senate and the House Could be a disaster in terms of America's economy and its ability to bounce back. I know Joe Biden was promising two thousand dollar checks down there in in Georgia, but um, it's looking awfully close uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And a Democratic Senate uh, would pretty much be the end of tax cuts that the president implemented, lowered tax bills for most Americans. By the way, my tax bill went up. Well, Hannity, you advocated for higher taxes for yourself. Yeah, because I live in a state that has a high-income tax state because I'm an idiot. Okay, I'll plead guilty. I know some people will put that in a loop. Hannity admits he's an idiot. Yeah, I shouldn't be wasting my money on taxes here. I agree. But that's neither here nor there. But the point is, I don't think states like New York or California should be rewarded with tax breaks when states that are fiscally responsible are not rewarded with a deduction of state income taxes. So I don't think it's frankly fair that I had the state income tax deduction all these years. There you go. Hannity being fair. Um, Because, you know, we're, we're basically rewarding irresponsible politicians that just keep raising taxes. Well, we get to write it off on our federal income tax. Well, that doesn't benefit people in Tennessee, or people in Florida or Texas or states that are either have no state income tax or low state taxes. It's ridiculous. And it would mean, you know what that means for the Green New Deal. You know what this means for border security. You know, what was the first thing Nancy Pelosi's house did? I, I mean, I, I, and I, I think this is bigger than what they actually decided to have as their first set of rules for the 117th Congress. You know, as they describe them, future-focused proposals in the elimination of gendered terms like father, mother, son, and daughter. This package will be introduced and voted on once the new Congress convenes, including sweeping ethics reforms. I wonder if that means Swalwell will be off the House Intelligence Committee. Increasing accountability for the American people, the House will be the most inclusive in history. Anyway, so they introduced these visionary rule packages and what they have decided is when you actually it's a select committee on economic disparity, fairness and growth and honor all gender identities, changing pronouns. In other words, terms such as father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, uncle and first cousin, nephew, niece, husband, wife, father-in-law, mother-in-law, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, stepfather, stepmother, stepson, stepdaughter stepbrother, st- stepsister half-brother half-sister grandson granddaughter are all removed and in their place they will be terms like parent child sibling parents sibling first cousin siblings child parent parent-in-law child-in-law sibling-in-law step-parent step-child step-sibling half-sibling or grandchild um To me, it's just an indication of where I said that the House is going. It is going radical far left. That's, I guess, their first order of priority in business. And I don't know what's going to happen if you get the terms wrong. uh, If you happen to be a House member, I, I have no idea. Anyway, Georgia, your country needs you. You've got over three and a half hours to get online and vote. And there's a lot at stake. Every indication is. This is going to be a nail-biter of all nail-biters, both runoffs. Preferably, I'd like to see Republicans hold both seats. The odds of that, I can't even begin to tell you. you my, my fair estimation is pick them. It's a toss-up right now, and that means your vote matters. If anything, that means your vote's going to count. That means it's worth the effort. That means if all of you listening to my voice that live and work and and in Georgia decide, you know what? I wasn't going to vote. It's very close. We need the votes. There's too much at stake. I'm in. I'm going to get online. It's going to make a difference if all of you do it. And I hope you all do. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, days are getting warmer and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, Well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas' technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com. Put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds. When it hits your doorstep, Well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. And it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, defendfamily.com. All right, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free number. You want to be a part of the program? This ought to be a scary thought for every American. Now, 2018, we interviewed Peter Schweitzer's Secret Empires. Um now, if you think 2021 is going to be an unmitigated disaster, I, I, let me tell you things that I know and suspect very strongly are going to happen. Number one, I think there's going to be new information revealed very shortly about a lot of different issues. Hunter Biden, remember, we now know is a target. What's likely going on behind closed doors, can't confirm it, are some type of legal discussions i would suspect the biden foreign family syndicate as i call it um now we go from burisma and ukraine and quid pro quo joe and zero experience hunter of millions but then we got the russian oligarch the kazakh oligarchs the chinese national shopping spree the bank of china deal so when i see one of the biggest beneficiaries You know, when I when I hear that China is hailing Biden and, quote, his expected return as a new window of hope, I just have to wonder what can they possibly have on the Bidens? Now, we all know that they were talking about whether it's Russia or China or Iran or, you know, Venezuela or even, you know, North Korea, hostile regimes with hostile action actors. They would like to take advantage. If I'm right and they read that Biden is weak, wait, Biden is frail and struggling cognitively. If I'm right, if I see that, many of you see that. What do you think they think? Well, China is now hoping Biden will restore normalcy. How do we define normalcy? Of them kicking our ass and taking advantage of American generosity. Not a good idea. We'll continue. built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com, put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds when it hits your doorstep Well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now and it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, DefendFamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, DefendFamily.com. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Georgia, your country needs you. I'm, I'm getting, look, I'm going to be very blunt. I'm getting mixed reactions from different places. And some people telling me the turnout in, in Republican areas in Georgia is very heavy. Others are telling me it's not so heavy. Um, I can tell you that this race is going to be won in the next three and a half hours. Won or lost. That's how close this thing is. And, you know, we have a radio presence starting with uh, WSB Radio in Atlanta and all through the great state of Georgia. And many of you hearing my voice, maybe you weren't planning on voting today. I hope you change your mind. Because your vote could put it over the top. Everything is, is hanging in the balance here. I'm not overstating how close this is. I am telling you, pick them, toss up. Anyway, Senator David Perdue is uh, on our newsmaker line. Senator, how are you?
2: Hey, Sean. Thanks for calling that out. I agree 100%. You know, we've already proven in the state of Georgia, Sean, that million people rejected John Ossoff and this Democrat-liberal agenda. If you had the... the um, libertarian in there, which I think is is appropriate, 52.5% of Georgians rejected John Ossoff and this liberal socialist agenda the Democrats are trying to perpetrate. Our challenge now is to get everybody out to vote that voted in November. And I agree with you. This is going to be won or lost in the next three and a half hours. It's just that close. If we get our vote out, we win. The Democrats know that. They're already prevaricating. But it's up to us to prove that we are paying attention and we'll get this vote out.
0: You know, it's amazing that it comes down to this. And I I tried to warn people before the general election, and I I just said that any time a Republican wins the White House, you've got to thread a needle. Now, I wasn't factoring in uh, the fact that there were eyewitnesses that would be totally ignored or Wisconsin state law would be ignored or the Pennsylvania Constitution would be ignored or You know, Georgia would get into a sent uh, decree agreement with two signature verification standards, one for mail-in ballots, one for vote day of ballots, Uh, that data analysts that are at the top of their game nobody wanted to hear from or that partisan observers by statute are allowed to observe. They weren't allowed to observe. Are you getting any any feedback at all, there're supposed to be eight thousand poll watchers are they getting given you any feedback about any abnormalities? Apparently, there was some problems in one of the counties in North Georgia earlier today Did they fix those?
2: We fixed those. It was ironic though that they were all in Republican counties now we had eight thousand poll uh, watchers. they were on it immediately we got we got our lawyers in the in the rooms and we got them addressed. The chain of custody custody of a ballots that weren't scanned was mm-hmm. under control so we're doing everything we can, Sean, to make sure that January's election does not have some, most of the anomalies that the November election did. But, you know, you mentioned it right. We have a double standard in Georgia. If you vote in person, which is what most Republicans do, you you pre, uh, present a photo ID. So there's very little room for fraud. On the other hand, an absentee ballot, and we've grown from 5% historically to 30% of the total vote is absentee ballot in, in November. Uh, This is the plan of the Democrats, and this is what they perpetrated in my mind when you look back on it. And that's where I think the potential anomalies are in November. We're trying to guard against it as best we can, but this is my message. Even with any uh, potential irregularities in November, we still won, Sean, uh, and we beat the Democrats. We'll do it again if we just show up. If someone is listening and they haven't voted yet... They'll be answering to their kids and their grandkids one day about what they did not do to hold a line about these guys who want to change the face of America. It really isn't about Kelly Leffler or me. It's about the future for our kids and grandkids, honestly.
0: Well, I think, and I totally, completely agree with you, both you uh, and Kelly Leffler, and I I know through uh, procedural issues that I don't have the time to get into, you know, are, are not a senator at this moment, but you would be sworn in immediately. But both of you support... The, the challenge of Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, um, for all the reasons, legal reasons and others that I mentioned, um, it's amazing to me the lack of complete curiosity about laws in Wisconsin ignored, Pennsylvania constitutions ignored. I watched your secretary of state and governor yesterday. I'm furious at both of them because it's it's a, a sleight of hand bait and switch. They never addressed the real issue, which is he went into a consent Decree agreement that allowed for the drop boxes, which were problematic in my mind, uh, in the November 3rd election. And and then the issue of of dual signature verification standards. And he acted like it didn't happen. Am I wrong or is he wrong?
2: No, you're exactly right. That's why Kelly Leffler and I, when we saw the magnitude of the potential irregularities in November, called for the Secretary of State's resignation, we asked for a special session of the General Assembly to get after this and have an investigation. This is back in uh, November. None of that happened. So we went to court. Uh, President Trump went to court. The courts uh, told us it was more of a legislative issue. So the reality is, in the middle of this runoff, it's very little. We have very little chance of getting any recourse. That's why we've gone on our own merit and hired these 8,000 poll watchers. We've got the drop boxes that are so notorious in this process under 24 hour surveillance with cameras and people. We're doing everything we know to do to close the, the loopholes. But I go back to the real premise. Even with all the things that happened in November, we still won in the Senate race. We've got to get to the answers in the presidential race. That's why I object uh, to the electors, because I don't know how this race with Georgia was certified until they had a thorough investigation of the absentee ballot.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I just want to remind people in the next three hours and 19 minutes, People in Georgia, wherever you are, and correct me if I'm wrong, Senator, if somebody gets in line before 7 p.m. Eastern tonight, they are allowed to vote uh, regardless if it goes past the time the the polls close. Is that correct? If you're in line, stay in line.
2: Yes, sir. If you're in line, stay in line. If there's a problem, stay in line. If you get tired, stay in line. If it gets cold, stay in line. Every vote is going to count, Sean. This is so critical that, that we won't get a second chance at this in two years or four years. The Democrats will change the rules such that we will not have any attempt, any uh, opportunity to, to to get control yet. They want total control. you got to listen to Chuck Schumer. And Joe Biden yesterday said in Atlanta that this election will be generational. That's what Chuck Schumer has been saying. Chuck is, is serious when he says, take Georgia and change America. So, we just have to vote it's and we've already proven that there are more republicans and conservative people in georgia than democrats we've already proven that uh, that, that most georgians don't want this radical agenda but it's up to us to prove that again uh, i don't like the rule that puts us here but it's it's the game we have and we have to vote
0: all right senator perdue thank you for being with us we're following georgia closely and i, I hope people heed your heed your Uh, admonition this this is by every objective analysis of every smart person that I know that knows the state of Georgia every vote is going to count here and you've got three hours and 18 minutes to vote Um, by the way nobody will tell you in the mob I guess the Washington Examiner did all credit to them the president how many of you heard they actually fulfilled this promise to install 450 miles of border wall along the US Mexico border by the end of 2020 uh myself deputy commissioner this is this is border protection commissioner u.s customs and border protection commissioner mark morgan uh say myself my deputy commissioner you know we found out about it we were briefed on december 31st that we had actually reached the goal we had accomplished and that we set out to accomplish i remember every time i said with confidence i would without hesitation we were going to accomplish this goal by december 31st we were going to put up 450 miles of steel and concrete along with all essential attributes to the wall system by December 31st. We were challenged. A lot of people didn't think it was we were going to be able to do it. A remarkable achievement, and they got it done. I mean, between January and July of 2020, builders added another 129 miles of wall, 229 miles total, 221 more to go, and they got it done in six months. Pretty amazing achievement. Um, let me stay in Georgia for a minute here. Um You know, because I spread the entire transcript. I didn't listen to the entire read, the entire transcript. So I could read it closely as it relates to Raffensperger, the secretary of state of Georgia, and this phone call with the president. Now, the biggest problem that comes up here, and and it's amazing because he was trying to be so squirrely in an interview that he did on Fox News, the secretary of state, you know, he's just dead wrong. And clearly was involved in leaking the tape that he didn't know was actually being uh, recorded. I'm not sure I fully believe that, but whatever. that's that's neither here nor there. When you read it, now what's amazing about this whole thing is th- this is a legal discussion. And the media mob does what they always do. They takes everything out of context. Now, in the course of this confidential call, you know, now that they're probably going to be facing their own lawsuits, secretly recorded, secretly released. This was a confidential legal settlement discussion about Georgia election results. The president is on the call. All the lawyers are on the call. You know, the secretary of state is on the call. And then the mob and the media, they take out one line. Well, I only need 11,000 more votes. But the president was laying out the case in a confidential settlement settlement discussion where all of the vote fraud took place. And his comment clearly about the 11, 12,000 votes, in other words, the differential in terms of victory and defeat, he said it was minuscule. So he was making it proportional to his overarching theme and discussion throughout the entirety of this call. For example, let me put together parts that point out that the media purposely took out of context what the president was saying to turn it into something nefarious. By the way, criminal defense attorney of 50 years, Alan Dershowitz, said very clearly, Trump is entitled as a citizen to say, I want to find the votes. I want you to find votes that weren't counted. I want you to find votes that were cast against me that shouldn't have counted. And that was part of the settlement agreement call. And he's saying he's been uh, saying it for months publicly, which he has. And you'll recognize it here.
3: We have anywhere from 250 to 300,000 ballots were dropped mysteriously into the rolls. Much of that had to do with uh, Fulton County, uh, which hasn't been checked. We think that if you check the signatures, a real check of the signatures going back in Fulton County, you'll find at least a couple of hundred thousand of uh, forged another a tremendous number. We're going to have an ac- accurate number over the next two days uh, in the 50s of thousands. Uh, and that's people that went to vote, and they were told they can't vote because they've already been voted for. And uh, it's a very sad thing. It's much more than the uh, number of 11,779. That's the, the current margin is only 11,779. Uh, Brad, I think, I think you agree with that, right? That's, that's something I think everyone... At least that's a number that everyone agrees on, but that's the difference uh, in the votes. We had, um, I believe it's about 4,502 voters who voted, uh, but who weren't on the voter registration list. So it's 4,502 who voted, but they were not on the voter registration roll, which they had to be. You had 18,325 vacant address voters. They had no, the address was vacant, uh, and they're not allowed to be counted. That's 18,325. A uh, smaller number, you had 904 who uh, only voted uh, where they had just a PO, a post office box number, and uh, they had a post office box number, and that's not allowed. You had out-of-state voters uh, they voted in, uh, Georgia, but they were from out of state of 4,925. Uh, you had absentee ballot sent to, uh, you know, vacant, they were absentee ballots sent to vacant addresses. Uh, they had nothing on them about addresses. That's 2,326. You have drop boxes where the box was picked up and not delivered for three days. So all sorts of things could have happened to that box, including, you know, putting in the votes that you wanted. So there are many infractions, and the bottom line is many, many times the 11,779 margin that they said we lost by. I mean, you have, the state is in turmoil. If you took the minimum numbers, were are many, many times above the 11,779, and many of those numbers are certified or they will be certified, but they are certified. Those are numbers that are there that exist and that, uh, that beat the margin, uh, the margin of loss. It beat, they beat it, I mean, by a lot. And people should be happy to have an accurate count instead of an election where there's turmoil.
0: I mean, it couldn't be any more clear, but that is how corrupt the mob is in this country. The president, in a, in a private call and for a consent legal agreement, laying out the case of how many votes were lost and just laying out the perspective, many more than the margin of difference in what determined the outcome. He wasn't asking for them to manufacture votes. He was pointing out where he believed fraud took place in the state. Never mind the idiotic consent agreement of the Georgia Secretary of State. built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com. Put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds. When it hits your doorstep, Well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. And it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, defendfamily.com. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SHAWN. Sean, 2 hours, 54 minutes, Georgia. Uh, All indications, a razor, razor, thin, close, race, very well decided in the next three hours in terms of people that will turn out to vote very, th- that is what they're saying now i would tell anybody the atlanta journal constitution um you know i i don't trust anything that they have to say about about anything just like i don't trust the new york times or the washington compost or NBC, ABC, CBS, or fake news, CNN, or MSDNC, the conspiracy theory channel. So I'm just saying, just know your vote matters. That's all you have to know. And if you get online before 7 o'clock Eastern in Georgia, don't leave. Stay there. This is that close a race. Look, when you have Matt Towery, 49-49, and pretty much the same, both races, with Robert Cahaley Trafalgar, Um, It doesn't get any closer than that. The ideal number is voter turnout today will determine the winner of these two Senate runoffs. That's just a fact. It's all about turnout right now and people getting in their cars and heading home from work. Anyway, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, is with us, knows the state of Georgia well. And... um, you know, I'm getting mixed re- reports from all over the state. Some are saying heavy turnout. Some are saying light turnout. Some are saying mediocre turnout. I'm getting it all. I don't know what to tell people except that their vote is going to matter.
4: Yeah, I think, you, you. first of all, you don't know for sure what the turnout is until it's over because you don't know in some parts of the state, just as in some parts of the country, people vote late. In other parts, they get up early and they go vote early. Uh, my sense is that we're totally in the hunt. We have a real chance to win. Uh, And that literally, as you pointed out, the next two and a half hours is going to be decisive. So anybody who's listening who has not gone to vote or who has friends or neighbors or relatives who have not yet gone to vote, this is the moment. You can change American history if you turn up. And my sense is that it's extraordinarily close right now. Uh... I think that it it, uh, will get better the more Republicans vote uh, today, uh, the better our margin will get to be. And we always have to remember that we have to win by a big enough margin that they can't steal it on the other side. And so that's why getting everyone to turn out today is such a big deal. And my sense is in most of the state that that is happening. But I would just say to everybody listening to us this afternoon, make sure you voted. And make sure that all of your friends, neighbors, relatives, everybody you know who shares our values, make sure they vote before seven o'clock.
0: Well, and if they're in line, they get to stay in line as a matter of law, um, as confirmed by Senator Perdue in the last hour. You know, just off the top of your head, to me, I've outlined what I believe the importance of this race is, is pretty much everything. If you have Pelosi and Schumer running the House and the Senate, You can basically say goodbye to every reform that Donald Trump implemented. You can welcome the Green New Deal. You can welcome open borders. You can welcome free health insurance for illegal immigrants and amnesty. You know, you can welcome an end to your tax cuts. You can guarantee massive tax increases and wealth redistribution. Where should I go from there?
4: Look, I mean, first of all, if you want to know how radical they're going to be, just look at the House Democrats who adopted a new rules package that eliminates words like mother and father. Now, I mean, if you're so radical that you can't say mother and father, you're really way out there. Or look at the very first uh, prayer given in the brand-new Congress by a Democrat who talked about a man and a woman showing total ignorance, because a man has nothing to do with gender. That's actually a Greek and Hebrew word. So... These people are telling you, you're not going to be able to believe how radical uh, Warnock and Ossoff would be and how radical the Democratic Senate would be and how radical the the Biden administration would be if they win. So that's why this election today, the importance of everybody turning out today is so extraordinary. I, I can't remember any runoff in my lifetime which had the kind of impact this is going to
0: have. Listen, I am not taking anything for granted, especially after what we lived through. And and from day one, you had said, well, George is going to have to have more votes than the Democrats would be able to steal. I mean, you know, Robert uh, Cahaley of Trafalgar is actually factoring in a 3.7 percent likely cheat rate into his polling. In all the years, you know, I've known you almost 30 years. I've been doing radio 33 years I don't remember any poll ever, one time ever, factoring in a potential uh, cheating uh, aspect to their vote or their their polling data.
4: Look, in the last oh, four to six years, the Democrats have drifted towards a policy that any vote, no matter how illegal, is good if it's for them, uh, and that uh, if they happen to vote dead people, that's fine. If they happen to vote people who are not registered, that's fine. If they happen to vote people who've moved out of town, that's fine. I mean, and I've done several podcasts at like Gingrich 360 where I have talked at length about Nancy Pelosi's uh, H.R. 1 in, in this Congress, where the very first bill she introduced is a bill which calls for basically elections that are easy to steal. And that's what people have to understand. These, these these folks want to have such an open, unmeasured, and unaccountable system that they can always steal it. And that's my biggest concern tonight, Evan. I mean, phase one is every Republican has to go vote. That's, that's the base point. Phase two is the 8,000 poll watchers have to do their job, and they have to stop the kind of voter theft that we saw in November uh, in the general election. And I think if we can pull those two things off tonight, uh, we'll have a pretty happy night. But if either one breaks down, if we can't turn out the vote in places like Northwest Georgia, the very area that Trump went to, with places like Dalton and Rome, Georgia, if we can't do that, we're in very deep trouble. And if we can't make sure that the count is basically honest, we're in very deep trouble. So we have two big hurdles to cross between now and the final count tonight.
0: Well, you, final count, they were discovering thousands of votes five weeks out of the the real vote in Georgia. Let's be honest here. Georgia doesn't have exactly the greatest track record in either the primaries or the November 3rd election. And, and the aftermath, and it's not an issue today for me, the Secretary of State, the governor... I mean, showing, you know, I th- I've come to the conclusion that the reason they don't want to fix what was so obviously wrong with the consent agreement is because then they'd have to acknowledge that they were wrong and something that no politician ever wants to do. Um, let me move on, though. You know, uh, go ahead. You want to weigh in? Sure. No, good. ahead. Go ahead. So we've had, I, I thought we learned with Ukraine that hearsay, anonymous non whistleblowers were patriots and courageous. Um, but yet nobody cares about all of the hundreds and hundreds of eyewitnesses that signed affidavits under penalty, threat of penalty of perjury. Um, Wisconsin state law is clear and it was clear from the Chief Justice's dissent in Wisconsin of their Supreme Court that uh, basically this is judicial activism through inaction of the other four members of the court that went against the dissent of the three Um, Pennsylvania, their constitution uh, is very clear that they don't allow early voting. And that happened with over two million people. The legislature bypassed. They want to change the constitution. They can, but they have a process for that. That didn't happen. The consent agreement in Georgia with dual and competing signature verification standards, one lax for mail-in balloting and, and one rigid for day of balloting like today, Uh, very important data analysis gone on by some of the most powerful experts. I explained some of them yesterday on the program. Ignored. Nobody has any curiosity. Every state allows for partisan observers to watch the vote counting. It didn't happen anywhere. Chain of custody issues with ballots were lost all over the country. And not one person in the media or Democratic Party seems to care about any of it. Why?
4: Well, because they have no relationship to the news media. This is the propaganda arm of the hate Trump, make sure Biden gets in, uh, mass movement, just as Twitter, Facebook, all those groups represent a combined hostility, not just to Trump, but to anybody, the 74 million people who voted for him, despite five straight years of lies, character defamation, uh, and hostility, he still had the largest number of any incumbent president in history 74 million people because they, in fact, think that what he stands for is right and they are not inclined to let the left browbeat them. And that's why I think we're headed into a period of extraordinary creativity and extraordinary confrontation as people come to realize, uh, first of all, how crazy the left is, and second, how much the left. I would like to radically change America.
0: By the way, some callers are asking if I mean to go online and vote. No, I don't mean online as if online your computer. I mean, you know, literally get in line. Today is in-person right. voting at your at your voting location. Let me be very clear. I guess I I, might, I can understand yeah. the confusion.
4: Okay. And, and, and can I add to that, Sean, just one second to say to people, before you tell me that you got to stay home and you're too tired and you can't go out and, it's a big problem. I hope every person who's listening to us will remember that there are thousands and thousands of young men and women tonight in Iraq, in Afghanistan, on the Korean border, across the planet, who are risking their lives, no matter what the weather, no matter what the circumstance, risking their lives to give you and me the right to vote. And so I would say anybody who cherishes those veterans, you know, get up, go out, and make sure you vote today before the election's over.
0: What are we going to do? You know, I I went through this long monologue last night on Hannity. I I won't have the time to get into it tonight, but I'll probably get back to it again tomorrow night. But, you know, we're going to be counting a lot of votes tonight and watching what's going on in the state of Georgia. Polls close at 7 o'clock. And if if you would have told me Five years ago that Hillary Clinton would pay for a Russian dossier and the Russian dossier would be used, uh, never, never verified as required by a FISA application to spy on a president or presidential candidate. And that the people responsible for doing all of this would get off scot-free and Hillary that, you know, ditched her subpoenaed emails and erased them and so on and so forth would get away with everything and the Espionage Act. I wouldn't have believed it and that there'd be an inspector general report that referred people, high-ranking members of the FBI, uh, for lying to Congress, that it would be ignored, but other people like Roger Stone would have the book thrown at them. Um, I wouldn't have believed that either. I wouldn't believe what happened in this election either. Your thoughts of what this means? Well, I've I've
4: said over and over again, this is the most corrupt response of the national establishment to a challenge, certainly in our lifetime, and I'm I'm amazed by it. I think sometimes you get sucked into arguing about this ballot or that ballot. When you see somebody like an oligarch like Zuckerberg put up $400 million to turn out the vote essentially in Democratic precincts totally outside the system, you begin to realize that the fix is in. When you watch Twitter, uh, delete four out of five Rush Limbaugh tweets in one day before the election. You know, the fix is in. So I, I've gotten deeply involved, and as you know, I wrote a paper on why I cannot give up. i uh, give in. I think it where I outlined uh, this is going to be a long, long fight. Yet, yes, it is true that at a de facto level, Biden may at some pace just win. But I think for 40 or forty-five percent of the American people he will never be seen as a legitimate president because the very process they're putting there is so totally corrupted.
0: Yeah. Well, it's got to be a top priority, because if not, we lose the country, Mr. Speaker. I never thought I'd say those words to you, but I really believe that.
4: Well, I do, too. I think think this is the most dangerous assault on the very nature of America, Uh, certainly in our lifetime, uh, and maybe since uh, the period of
0: the Civil War. All right. Former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, appreciate you being with us. Two hours and 31 minutes. If you're in Georgia, that uh, you have an opportunity to vote in person uh, wherever you're registered in the great state of Georgia. Your country's watching and your country needs you. Quick break. Right back. More on the other side. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, days are getting warmer and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, Well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds when it hits your doorstep. Well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. And it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, defendfamily.com. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of this extravaganza. So um, so much has happened, and I, I keep talking about the lack of curiosity uh, simple, basic, fundamental curiosity on behalf of a, the media mob and Democrats. Now, what we have that will be happening tomorrow, Josh Hawley, Senator Ted Cruz, 10 other senators and over 140 at least House members, lawmakers are looking to and looking to demand a 10 day emergency election audit from states with serious voting irregularities, things that we have paid a lot of attention to. You know, I thought whistleblowers, eyewitnesses were to be called patriotic, especially if you are an anonymous hearsay whistleblower. You're patriotic. You're courageous. You're a great American. Um, But if there's hundreds of Americans that sign legal affidavits under penalty of perjury, we'll ignore all of them. This show is one of a few Hannity on TV, one of the few that even was willing to listen to these people that signed a legal document. You know, you can go to, well, there's no evidence. Well, the eyewitness testimony, if credible, of, of one person could end up convicting somebody of something like murder. So that would be considered in a court of law evidence. The Wisconsin law, the Wisconsin Supreme Court decision, we have gone over in great specificity and great detail on this program about how that state does not allow early voting. The Pennsylvania Constitution does not allow for early voting except for very narrow specific circumstances. Yet the legislature bypassed the state constitution when there is a process to amend the state constitution where the bar is set much higher. Although there's a great legal case there. Nobody, no court. I love what the, uh, the chief justice in Wisconsin said on the state Supreme Court. Yeah, this is liberal activism on the courts through inaction. And unless they get courageous and fix this, it's going to keep happening. Um, You have in Georgia the consent agreement, which we've spent a lot of time on. And by the way, you have now two hours and 23 minutes to vote in the state of Georgia. Please vote if you haven't voted yet. And that means going to the polls, in-person voting. Uh, And if you get on the line to vote, meaning in person... Uh, then stay on that line. You are, as long as you're there before 7 Eastern, you are allowed to vote legally and stay there and use your phone as uh, evidence if you need it. Um, Anyway, so all of that is just what it is. Now, I talked yesterday at length. There are a lot smarter people than I am. I mean, I actually believe that those issues in Wisconsin and eyewitnesses in Pennsylvania and Georgia and some of the other analytics that we have would be enough that people would, would look at the law and follow our U.S. Constitution, state constitutions, state laws, and it didn't work out that way. You know, you have, for example, you know, people that are, look, I told you I have somebody that's a Bitcoin investor, tried to explain to me the algorithm. I To this day, I can't figure it out. They've spent hours frustrated trying to tell me this. There are people now that that actually did deep, deep dives into the data of states like georgia and and pennsylvania and other places and there while there are and have been hearings was the december 30th senate hearing in the state of georgia where these data experts you know were putting forward what they have discovered people with incredible credentials like this guy justin mealy and another guy dave labou if i'm pronouncing his name right Nine-year vet, U.S. Navy, works as an electronic warfare technician, cryptologic technician, Arabic linguist, working at the NSA as a mission manager for North Africa and other places, later as a CIA contractor at the National Counterterrorism Center. Um, Twelve years of experience in data, and they came up with, with data analysis about how votes were literally just disappeared, removed, or, or went from one side to the other. I don't know anything about it. I, can, I can't figure out an algorithm for Bitcoin, so I'm the wrong guy to ask. Um, but that took a long time to get to. We've only been post-election, what, 62 days? Uh, Peter Navarro joins us now. Uh, he's a White House trade advisor. He wrote a paper on the election, and also it's fraud and the threat of China to the U.S. Sir, welcome uh, back to the program. How are you? Sean,
5: my friend, uh, I'm down here in D.C., right near Freedom Plaza, and uh...
2: Folks, are gathering
5: for a historic uh, event tomorrow, Sean. The the state of this republic is really uh, on the line tomorrow. What I did um, was release uh, volume two of what I call the Navarro Report, because I'm doing it in personal capacity, not as a White House official. But here's the top line. The Democrat Party and its political operatives had a coordinated, grand, stuff-the-ballot-box strategy to simultaneously dramatically increased the amount of mail-in and absentee ballots in the battleground states. At the same time, Sean, that they dropped the level of scrutiny. Essentially, they took the election cops out of the equation. The result was an absolute flood of illegal ballots in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin in amounts more than enough to tip the balance to Joe Biden. it was, it was was uh, It's an illegal, stolen election. And if you go to the report, you can get it on my Twitter account, Real P Navarro. If you go to the report, you will see chapter and verse. And Sean, what's so interesting here is that a lot of what they did began the minute after Donald Trump got elected in 2016. And they gamed the system. They used legal means such as changing legisl- uh, legislative bills, guidance uh the public private partnerships, but they also, Sean, they also bent and broke the rules and, and the money of, of, of two people in in particular.
0: Let me just stay in so the specifics. Then, yeah. I don't want to get into personalities. Yeah. I, I get sued every day yeah. anyway and that's enough. That's I, I I but no, I'm <laughs> just, just telling you my life is you know sure. enough with the, the lawsuit. So I can't I don't want to get involved in this stuff. Here's what I've been focused and I thought Peter may, and I'm I guess I'm wrong. I guess I have to admit I thought that the eyewitnesses, that no, the people in the media, they totally ignored them, but yet they praised an anonymous hearsay, non-whistleblower. Praised them, patriotic, courageous. I thought the law in Wisconsin, as I dug deeper and deeper into it, was so profoundly obvious, and the court precedents that went along with it in the state of Wisconsin was more than compelling. The state constitution of Pennsylvania, sir, is clear as day about uh, mail-in ballots and the rare exceptions. But it happened at a level of over two million votes. The, the dual signature verification issue in Georgia, the, you know, partisan observers written into the statutory language uh, uh, in every state, but no observers observed Data analysis, as I just mentioned, from really smart people, a lot smarter than me. You have talked about other stuff. Basically, you're saying, like, for example, the Georgia lawsuit started in March of 2020. That's how far back they were thinking about this.
5: The consent decree, which was entered into by a Republican governor, Republican secretary of state, basically did away – With signature match. So think about the strategy here. It was a strategy, right? Stuffed the ballot box, increased the number of absentee ballots. At the same time, that consent decree in Georgia basically eliminated signature match. And you had like a 6% rejection rate, Sean, for absentee ballots in 2016. You know what it was in 2020? Virtually zero. At the same time, you had a dramatic increase in these ballots. And so you, you you add to that these other kind of irregularities. You take something like the so-called naked ballot, right? What is that? That's a ballot that comes in without an appropriate outer envelope. So you don't know where it came from or who it came from, right? Yeah. They counted those things. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Like in Wisconsin, indefinitely confined voters, they basically said that, that doesn't matter if you're sick and firm. What you healthy as a horse? Go ski in Aspen. You can still re- register to vote as an indefinitely confined voter, and we don't have to check your ID. I mean, it's like again, you, these
0: two reports. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, that's a great point. You, first. you have a lax standard in Georgia, which today yeah, it's yeah. You know, three million people vote before today. Today's Election Day in Georgia. There's two Senate runoffs. They're so critical to the country. There's only two hours and 16 minutes left for people to get in line at their polling place where they're registered to vote in Georgia as we speak. Um, And, you know, you pointed out, for example, we've gone over all of the statistical uh, anomalies in Nevada. We've gone over them in other parts of the country. And, you know, we have to believe Biden got 15 million more votes than Obama and 15 million more than Hillary. I find that hard to believe off on its surface. Uh, But then, for example, the rejection rate of ballots in 2016 in Pennsylvania is 27 percent greater in 2016 than 2020. Um, That tells me that the standards were changed and changed dramatically. Isn't that a mathematical kind of certainty at this point?
5: John, my value add here is to put all of this together and explain how this was actually a coordinated grand strategy by the Democratic Party that started four years ago with the idea of stuffing the ballot box with, with massive amounts of absentee ballots that you wouldn't check. Okay? Increase the ballots, reduce the scrutiny, and then you wind up basically tipping the election to Joe Biden. And it's breathtaking in terms of the various dimensions across which this strategy is implemented. And they went in there, Sean. They changed laws. People funded referenda in Michigan that basically uh, – they had the most sweeping uh, reform, in quotes, of their election laws in the nation, in history, done by a referendum paid for by operatives from the Democrat Party. Okay? This was a, a well-thought-out thing. I, I'm. We got caught – uh, sleep, asleep at the wheel. But but you can't blame us. It's like if we get our homes burglared because we didn't have an alarm system on it, is that our fault or is it the burglar's fault? This election, Sean, was stolen, and it was done with a grand stuff-the-ballot-box strategy. And I'm, I just, all I ask here, Sean, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be one of the biggest days in American history. This is like crossing the Delaware kinds of days where if we don't get the ability to investigate these irregularities over the next ten days, two weeks, all hope's going to be lost. If, if this just—if we—we if put in an illegitimate and illegal president who half the public thinks stole the election—that's—I uh, uh, I, that,
0: that, that. Well, that's eighty-five percent that, of Republicans. Point. You have a significant percentage of independents and even Democrats, millions of them. Yeah. Let me ask I don't want to get off on a tangent here. I, I do have a minor disagreement, although it's to me it's significant in this sense, in that I, I know you were on with uh, my friend Judge Pirro, and and I did a lot of checking because instinctively I just, I, I'm very much an originalist, and I didn't agree with you on one point, and I'm not going to get into a long debate with you on it, when you, you think that, in fact, the January 20th inauguration deadline can be changed and I would again, this is just a constitutional argument. The 20th Amendment is pretty clear that the terms of president and vice president end on the 20th day of January, and the terms of their successors begin. Why do you think it can go beyond that? Because I just don't agree.
5: Well, we're in uncharted territory. But let's say, for example, an investigation reveals that it's impossible to certify uh, the elections in a number of those battleground states sufficient so that neither candidate has enough electoral votes
2: to win. What
5: happens then, Sean? You know what happens then. It goes to the Congress to vote state by state. Now, that might take longer than it might go past January 21st. You know, the worst case scenario, you have the Speaker of the House for a few days uh, preside while all this gets done. Uh, I, 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 But we, we're in uncharted territory. I, I I think what's really important, Sean, is tomorrow there has to be a decision on Capitol Hill that there will be an investigation of what are obvious, obvious, obvious irregularities. And if we don't get that, we're going to have an illegitimate, illegal president installed that the country doesn't uh, believe won the election. And And worse, here's the worst part. This is, this is the gift that we'll keep on giving in a really bad way. Americans will never believe in their election system again. I mean, why vote? Why vote, right?
0: It's, it's, it's pretty frightening, the lack of curiosity. I mean, to, to hear over and over again, we don't want to interview witnesses. You know, I think my show and this radio show and a few others, very few, even let the people talk. They signed affidavits under the penalty of perjury. You know, I don't think anybody really cared to look at now we're looking at hard data analysis that's sophisticated from really brilliant people that we trust with national security issues. But we don't want to hear from them either. And then we've got all the laws, all the constitutional issues. Nobody wants to hear about that either. You know, listening to the Georgia secretary of state and governor, I want to I'm just I've had it with these two. But we still need the people of Georgia to get out because they got two hours and 10 minutes to go and. You know that this race is that close for both these runoff senate seats but peter navarro always good to have you back thank you my friend thank you sean take care eight eight hundred nine four one sean if you want to be a part of the program you know where's the curiosity of the mob and the media just did any of them ever speak out about the dirty dossier and spying on a presidential candidate and spying on a president nope any democrat nope as long as it's not them They're fine with anything clearly happening. Well, the problem is this impacts the entire country. All of it does, by the way, not just this. Everything that's happened in the last five years. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour. Georgia, you want to get out to the polling place where you're registered to vote. You have two hours and, I'm sorry, one hour and 54 minutes from right now. Polls close, 7 o'clock. If you're in line to vote, you get to vote at 7 p.m. If you're there you need to chronicle it you need to if you need to some type of certainty you have the ability to do that as well um look we uh we have a lot at stake i'm getting anecdotal information from all different people all the people i know all around georgia some are talking about high turnout in republican areas some are saying moderate some are saying they're not sure i don't know i'm not there All I know is every single pollster I know and trust, and it just so happens the two guys that got both 2016 and 2020 right, uh, Matt Towery, Robert Cahaley, and Craig Kosheshian with Matt Towery and Insider Advantage. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, days are getting warmer and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, Well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. you save up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, Masterspas.com. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds when it hits your doorstep. Well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. And it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, defendfamily.com. They all uh, are saying this is a dead heat race, meaning that probably in the next hour and, let's see, uh, 52 minutes this election will be decided probably by those votes. That's how important you voting now is if you haven't voted yet in the great state of Georgia. Anyway, we invite back to the program Craig kasheshian with us, Matt Towery and Robert Kahaley. Uh, Robert, let's start with you. And what are you hearing? You Your model, according to what you had told me earlier today, you need, you're need. you looking at anywhere between 850,000 to million fifty votes needed for at least Kelly Leffler to win, and then Purdue to win.
6: Yes, our um, our numbers show us that uh, Purdue starts having a better chance of winning when it goes above a million. Uh, unfortunately, right now we're hearing the numbers in the lower uh, 800s to 700,000. So literally, as you said, the turnout, uh, 100,000 people across the whole state, not that many. So the difference... And this election could very well be made in the next few hours, and people just hearing this and going out and making sure you vote and calling your friends and making sure they vote. But we see it as that close, and um, the uh, early voting uh, was very significant for the Democrats. And uh, this this is it's all it's all coming down to this. And uh, you know, and I I guess I'm the guy who keeps keep saying it, but this is all unforced. The $2,000 was there. This, this race would have been over a week ago.
0: Uh, your take, and what are you hearing on the ground, Matt Towery? I mean, because what Robert is telling me is that if, if we can get another 200,000 people in Georgia to vote in the next hour and 50 minutes, Republicans really can win both seats. If not, we may not win them.
7: Well, like on so many instances, Robert and I completely agree. I think the turnout is going to be right in that range he just described. We knew that these candidates were struggling over the last few weeks. I do agree with Robert. The $2,000 stimulus issue and not agreeing with it immediately cost them votes. But they can still win this if there's a real push, a significant push for turnout in Georgia. And if you know people in Georgia, (laughs) anybody in Georgia, you want the Republicans to win, you better pick up the phone and call those folks and tell them to go vote right now because they need to get out. I think the turnout is between Uh, low and high. It's moderate. The AJC, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, is reporting light turnout. But then again, their reports oftentimes skew more in the direction of the Democrats and and their view of the world.
0: And your take, our friend Craig Kosheshi, and you agree with Robert and you agree with Matt? I do.
8: Uh, Both Robert and I are here on the ground in Georgia. We did our reconnoitering, and we uh, saw firsthand that uh, this race will pivot on turnout. And that... uh, That benchmark number, Sean, is about 850,000 to 900,000 votes. Uh, The goalposts for Purdue have to be north of a million, but for Loeffler, it's a bit less because her her opponent is so controversial, and we found internally that uh, he not only uh, upsets uh, women with uh, his antics in his uh, lawsuit with his wife for uh, those antics there, but also um, Hispanics are reacting very well to Loeffler, and African Americans over the age of sixty-five are are not very excited by Warnock. So he she has some natural advantages that, uh, fortunately for her, uh, are working to her benefit right now. Uh, Purdue's got the heavier lift.
0: It's pretty amazing to me that here we are in the final hour. <laughs> And 48 minutes, and that you know that we we still need people in Georgia to go vote. And now, isn't there usually a late post-work surge at a lot of polling places on Election Day, Robert Cahaly? Uh
6: There is, especially when the weather is this spectacular. Um, this this day, uh, I mean, this, this is this is a great great day to get get out and vote. Um, it's just this time of year, it, it could be easily you know, 30, 40 degrees. So, you know, 55 degrees in uh, and, and the Atlanta area is very comfortable. And um, a lot of people, you know, getting off work, going out to vote. And it's just, it's very, very convenient. And, it, you know, it doesn't take that time away in the morning. There's a lot of people who get a late start every day. So, and they live too far away from their polling location to go at lunch. So there's usually a big surge with, uh, with folks in I expect this weather is going to be and contribute to that being
3: easy to do.
0: Um, That's pretty amazing that we're in the final, you know, hour, uh, two hours here within less than two hours. And that this, you know, is where we find ourselves. Matt Towery, over the many years that you've been involved in Georgia politics in the state legislature, you ran for lieutenant governor. Is that usually what we see?
7: It is. And uh, oftentimes, especially with Republican voters um, who can't make it to work in the morning, have meetings and the like. So I think we could see a surge. I'm really going to be looking to see if there's a surge in the metro area of Atlanta, uh, where there are still significant Republicans, because that would be where you would see that more typically in the more rural areas. People are able to vote more freely during the daytime. Um, I will say this, John, as a reflection of what you said about how we're down to the last hour I've been doing this now with you for, I think, three years, almost every week. We've talked about all of the issues leading up to the presidential race and then on to this special election. I want to thank you and Linda for giving me that opportunity. I thoroughly enjoyed it and for you and I to be back together. Again no, you don't
0: really mean so that because I'm, I've ruined your life. You had a great life in retirement. I just insisted you come out of it. I blame Linda more yeah, than I, me if you're going to blame anybody. I mean, I get blamed for everything else. It's about time she get the blame for something. <laughs>
7: Well, um, I, that's all right. That's right. I'm not retired, and I may still be doing some stuff down the road with you as well, hopefully. But I, I just want to say this: could, could we not have predicted this from the very beginning? The way these, uh, the media has unfolded, the way the stories have unfolded, so much this president has had to deal with, it's almost impossible for anyone associated with him or any political party to go without having to go to the ringer to win an election. We've seen it over and over again with the with the, the big tech. With the voting patterns, with the the bias in the media that we dealt with. And so it's no shock to me that we're down to the last hour and a half, and we're down to a measly number of votes to see if these two senators can hold on.
0: Listen, I'm just getting anecdotal stuff from people that are beginning to look at some polling from today. And apparently, you know, nearly 70% think the November election of voters today was not accurately certified. Uh, Republican voters, it's over 8 out of 10. And um, and basically and most, by the way, approve of the way the president has handled the aftermath of the November election. All of us, I think, agreed earlier in the week that his appearance last night was going to be critical if they were even to have a chance here. And uh, Democrats don't like the way the president has handled things. Uh, A very negative view is coming out of Georgia today from people that I'm talking to on the ground as it relates to Joe Biden. I mean, extremely negative. Um, And a clear majority of Republicans voted because they don't want the Democrats to have the House and the Senate and then maybe the White House. Um, Clearly, though, there is this other factor, Craig, and that is whether you agree with her politically or not, Stacey Abrams is a a political force to reckon with. And she has been, you know, extremely effective in getting early votes out in both the general election, her election going back to governor and now in the special election.
8: Agreed, Sean. I have to hand it to her. Then again, you have to also uh, realize that the Secretary of State and the governor uh, were intimidated by her and entered into that odd consent decree, which I thought was unnecessary and unnecessarily complex, and it led to issues for both the president and for this race. Uh, I think Georgians are very fair-minded people, and I think they understand the stakes here at hand. And they will understand that a balancing act needs to be exercised. So I am confident. And they also understand well that gun rights that haven't been discussed in this campaign, as they should have, are going to be very crucial moving forward and defunding the police. Again, all that cuts across party and racial lines and and, and gender lines. People are fearful uh, of the consequences of criminals uh, and Downtown Atlanta has become a mess, as you know, with uh, the mayor pleading for help on ideas on how to police her own town. What kind of incompetence is that? Uh, They're opening up the Atlanta City Jail, as Matt had brought up. He found that out. Uh, And then, of course, uh, you know well that Joe Biden and uh, Beto O'Rourke want to take away uh, the AR-15s and the AK-47s of uh, law-abiding citizens. And guess what they're going to do here? They're going to use this as ground zero. So, if Georgians respect their gun rights, they better fight for them. That's
0: I just got a picture comment. from uh, WSB Television. WSB is our, our partner down there on radio, and they have massive lines. In, I'm looking at an overhead shot, a, a chopper shot right now, big GOP lines in Cherokee County. How would you interpret that at this hour, Matt and Robert? Robert, first.
6: Cherokee County was one. Uh, I did a, a number where we broke down what percentages. They had met, and they were down uh, 14% on early voting, which may give them plenty of room as a strong Trump county. So a big turnout in Cherokee County is very good news for Republicans. It, it was one of the top uh, five counties uh, that uh, for Trump, and they had a lot of room to grow between uh, those who voted early and what was left. So big lines are good news in Cherokee County, no question.
0: You take, Matt Towery.
7: Well, Sean, to put it in perspective, uh, for people who know anything about Georgia, back in prior years, Cobb County was the center for the Republican Party in Georgia. Now, Cherokee County in metro Atlanta has sort of taken its position as being a predominantly Republican county and growing in population this was one of the key counties, as Robert mentioned, that the Republicans need to make up ground by having same-day voting on Election Day Turnout in droves. It sounds like that's happening. Other counties like Coweta County, Houston County, which is down in middle Georgia, Coweta is over to the southwest of Atlanta. Those areas also need to turn out big. I want to add one other thing, Sean. I think the Christian um, uh, evangelical movement is playing a role today. If there's going to be a turnout that's needed for the Republicans to win, you'll see it coming from the organized Christian movement. I heard that the churches were really organized and working hard to get their vote out, and if there's a difference to be made, they may well be the ones who make that difference.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible times we're living in here. Um, Well, we're now at the one hour and 41 minute mark left uh, to get in line at your polling center where you're registered. to, to vote, but um, I want to thank you all for your insight. Craig Kosheshian, thank you. Robert, thank you. Matt Towery, thank you. Uh, we'll have more coverage, obviously, on Hannity tonight. We'll get some a preview. Maybe we'll know by then approximately how many people voted. Uh, but it honestly, we're at a point where it's an hour and 40 minutes uh, when the polls remain open today. It's today's in-person runoff day voting in Georgia. And I think I can safely and accurately say that the turnout in Republican areas from now until 7 p.m. probably will make the difference in whether or not Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue can win this race. I mean, that's how close things are, according to every single poll I've seen, every single person I've talked to that knows the great state of uh, Georgia. I mean, it's, it's breathtaking, you know, that this is how close these battles are now. All right, we have a lot of people calling in from Georgia. Uh, Lori's in Georgia. Lori, hi. How are you? Glad you checked in. Glad. I hope uh, it's an hour and uh, 32 minutes you have left to get online and vote today. Sean. Hi.
9: Hello. Hi. hi. Thank you for taking my call. I'm so excited to talk to you. I just want to tell you that I my, my mother has turned 88 in two weeks. She's in the car with me. I had to pull over to um, wait for you. But this voting was so important, and she... She can't walk. I, she has a scooter. I had to borrow a wheelchair because I can't put a scooter in my car. Um, she moved counties and she was registered in the other county, so I had to drive an hour to there to the voting poll. But I got her there. She she hasn't voted in person in over 20 years. She's always done absentee voting. But this time I said we can't do it. You got to go, mom. And she's fine. She's here with me, and she did well. I helped her, and we voted. And it's so important for everyone to get out. I had already voted earlier. Um, I had to wait an hour when I voted um, last week in line in cold weather. Today's a perfect day. It's 54 degrees. um, And it's down to the wire. And it's that close.
0: Let me tell you, in the next hour and 31 minutes, in my humble opinion, 33 years doing this, this election in Georgia will be determined in the next hour and 31 minutes by those people that show up after work. Republicans need about another 200,000 people, based on my analysis, heretofore. Tell your mother we love her. Give her a hug and kiss. Great job, Lori. We'll continue. All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. Uh, Glad you're with us. 25 till the top of the hour. That means an hour and 25 minutes. Polls remain open in the great state of Georgia by all accounts. Uh, This is as tight a race as you can get. I mean, it's very likely and I'm giving you my professional voting opinion. I think I was pretty accurate the last two election cycles. Absolutely, Trump can win. Here's how he can do it in 2016. I also said he could win this year, but you got to act like you're six points down. It's two minutes left in the game. You're on your own twenty, and you have no timeouts. And you need to march down the field and get the football across the plane and kick the extra point to win. The same thing exists here. I mean, what can happen in the next? Hour and twenty-five minutes could make all the difference in what the final vote tally is. And based on early voting numbers, and got to give credit, even though you know you disagree with her politically, Stacey Abrams got a lot of early voting out there done. And to match it, Republicans needed about a twenty-five percent turnout today, or numbers-wise, about nine hundred thousand or better. And I'm not sure we're at that mark now. I'm looking anecdotally. I'm talking to people on the ground. I just would tell you to assume that everybody that hears my voice now in Georgia and we have a pretty big presence on the air on radio in Georgia, then I would say to you, uh, it's that critical. You might be the vote, that tips, the balance of power in the United States Senate. Yeah, that kind of matters. Anyway, we got a lot of people calling in. Georgia Chris is next. Hey Chris, how are you? Glad you called. Thanks for being with us.
10: Hey, Sean. appreciate the call real quick. Uh, just want to let you know I'm I'm pulling into my my local polling station uh right now as we speak. I'm sitting in the parking lot. There's a there's a good number of people uh out here doing their their civic duty and and uh fighting for the soul of this country and the state. So, hopefully uh hopefully you're right. Uh, you know, that, that that this uh this turnout that uh that we're doing uh, down here hopefully in uh in 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 my part of the state will uh will tip the scale so i just wanted to let you know that there's a good amount of people well, i want to just and,
0: first and say thank you i mean i'm glad you're out there i'm glad i hope i hope you can encourage your fellow georgians and i hope the people of georgia the, the patriots in georgia and they're they're i think it's a conservative center-right state um in spite of what we hear but You know, there's been a lot of circumstances surrounding this runoff election here. And I would not say this is the best day, January 5th, you know, after Christmas week, considered pretty much like a dead week with everyone being on vacation. The same with New Year's week. I'm just being honest. Not a time that people are really focused on elections. And then you come back Monday and you got to go to vote on Tuesday. Uh, now Hi. we're reminding people: you got an hour and 22 minutes to get to the polls. If you're online, you still get to vote. We're reminding people of that too. So thank you for voting in Georgia. Uh, was there a lot line where you? Is there a line now where you pulled up or no? Yeah, there's
10: a good a good amount of people. I did I did early voting uh, this past November for the for the first time.
0: Um, I thought you said you, you were pulling in. Oh, in November you did.
10: Yeah, November. Uh, early. Yeah, November. But
0: t- yeah. but you're pulling into the polling station now. You said.
10: Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm sitting okay. in the parking lot. It's a it's a church. It's kind of wrapped around the building, so I can't can't really see, but there's a good amount of cars. Yeah, the
0: by the park. way, the longer you talk to me, the longer you're going to have to wait. <laughs> <So> get <laughs> you might want to get in yeah. line. I hear it's a nice day though. I mean, 55, fairly decent for January, right? Down
10: here it's uh truck says 63. So it's 63. It's, it's
0: not, I, I don't take yeah. this the wrong way. I'm glad you're voting, but I hate you. <laughs> it's freezing up here. Every day it's freezing. <laughs> And now have well, you have become keep, keep, keep infamous for there. wearing long sleeve T-shirts.
10: Well, 63 degrees is, is pretty cold down here. There are people in long sleeve T-shirts. I know, I know it's not the same.
0: <laughs> All right, Chris. Thank you, my friend. Good luck to you. Uh, let's say hi to Dave in Florida. He wants to weigh in on Georgia. What's up, Dave? How are you?
11: I'm great, Sean. I strongly believe Republicans must win both Senate seats in Georgia. If we only win one seat and end up with a slim... 5149 margin, we open ourselves up to the same kind of betrayal perpetrated by Vermont Senator Jim Jeffords in 2001. He changed his party from GOP to independent, caucus with the Democrats. And his betrayal took control of the Senate away from the GOP, turned it over to Tom Dashman and the Democrats. You know Chuck Schumer and Senate Democrats have already had this conversation. I bet
12: they're
0: mm-hmm.
11: actively trying to flip Susan Collins. From Maine, or Lisa Murkowski, or even Mitt. I don't Romney. think they're going
0: to flip Collins, and Mitt I don't Romney. think uh, I don't know about Murkowski. I don't know about Mitt Romney. I just don't know. I'd I'd prefer both seats like you do. I really would.
11: It's much harder to flip two. But my question is this: What is, if anything, Mitch McConnell doing to try and keep all these rhinos in the fold? Because if there's no plan. Failure becomes a manifest certain.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, all I can say is that's what is at stake. I've been trying to lay it out daily, and I just can't, you know, for the life of me, get it right. You know, I I, I can't force people to do it. All I can do, I can't force people to listen. I can't force people to watch. I can just try and do our independent show every day, and we kind of break away from the pack all the time and do our own thing, Um, and... You know, it's paid off well for us because I just I don't have any confidence in anyone else in the news media or not many people and are not many of us. But there are some of us on radio and there are a few of us on TV. And I mean, a few, not a lot, not enough for sure. Uh, Stay in Florida. Kathy's next. Kathy, how are you? Glad you called.
13: Hey, Tom, thank you so much. Um, Tomorrow, there's going to be people from all 50 states descending on D.C. that are also curious about this election, but there's a lot of people who couldn't make it out to d c that can make it to their state capitals and I would love to see people show up at their state capitals as well today this only georgia can can do something about today, where we can all address the fraud tomorrow. so if you're in Georgia, please go vote if you're you' just mad not voting because you're mad that the election was stolen, it was. But if you don't vote, then you've surrendered. Do not surrender. And if everybody will get out, people DC's already gonna be full. Go to your state capitals and let them know we're not accepting this. This is this is wrong and, and we're gonna fight.
0: Uh, Kathy, I, I love to hear people telling our friends in Georgia, and you it's you're speaking from your heart and you're speaking for a lot of people. And uh, I there's so much at stake here. Unbelievable, Kathy. And by the way, I'm not asking anybody to do anything I wouldn't do. I'd be online, and I'd wait as long as it took, and I'd vote today. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Alex, Tennessee, weighing in on Georgia. What's up, Alex? How are you?
12: I'm good, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to encourage all the fellow Georgians there. I'm calling from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Get out and vote today, because your vote does matter. And what you do today in your state, it's going to affect the whole country um you know you touched earlier about gun rights and and so many different policies and if uh if Georgians really care about this country we need them to get out and vote and just like kathy the previous caller um tomorrow if you're going to dc guys i'm going to pray for you guys to have a safe day and if you're not there make sure your local your uh, your state officials your governors and uh and your federal um you know elected officials everybody knows they need to hear your voice. They need to know that we are not happy. And uh, but again, get out and vote, Georgia. And good luck tomorrow in D.C. for uh, for those of you that can make it. Unfortunately, I can't. I'm a high school teacher, and we started school today.
0: Um. Well, good for you. You know what? A good te- one. Good so, teacher can change to to one practice, kid's life right? forever. Good for you. It's a vocation. I know for most people. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's an hour and seventeen minutes left to get online in your at your polling district in uh, georgia today for these senate runoff races and I, I know it's like the hardest day possible thank god the weather's better i mean you can have these ice storms in georgia it happened when i lived there fairly regularly actually uh kim is in michigan kim you're on the uh, sean hannity show
13: oh yes, yeah, thank you sean uh kim marine corps veteran desert storm small oh, semper or, or semper fight dallas early retired from michigan governor hitler Hey, um, a quick thing with
0: Georgia. Yeah. All right, easy now. You know when you make those references, everyone says Hannity allowed somebody to make a Nazi comparison. All right.
13: Wh- Whitler, I said Whitler. Right, right, oh, right. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, I misheard you. Right, right. Uh, quick thing. Um, the I, I notice I feel there's an equation being missed, and I'll, I'll do this in, uh, in in 60 seconds here. Um, but keep in mind, time never lies. As I say the following things, just keep that at the forefront, that time always exposes the truth. And so time, facts, history, optics. By Georgians not voting, what they do is they lend credence to the 100% falsity going on with the election fraud. And when what, what the left always needs is one piece of fact to back the false, and that deteriorates the truth because it shifts. The optics, and this is important. If uh, if if they do, if they don't go out and vote, then what happens is forever stamped in history will be this huge question about question mark about whether there was fraud and et cetera, et cetera. It'll always be a disputed discussion. This is so critical. Georgia gets out and votes. We've got to crush it and make sure that it's one hundred percent one the way it's supposed to be. Because otherwise it does go down in history branded wrong. If they go out and vote, we do have, uh, we don't give the left a shred of credence. And that's important. Nothing is diluted. So then in time, the truth is exposed and all will be revealed. History then is properly branded. And this is so important. I know you're angry. I'm angry. I know you're frustrated. I know you feel defeated, maybe beat down, maybe just throwing your arms up. You're, but just sit there in your dark rooms with the reflection of TV and radio, going and barking at it and doing nothing else. It, it, it's not the answer. You have to get out. I implore you. The other thing is, is that.
0: By the way, the they've truck. got an hour and 14 minutes, Georgia. I'm counting it down. And if you get in line before 7 o'clock, you get to vote.
13: Absolutely, absolutely. The important thing to keep in mind too is that with this branding, if it goes down wrong in history, everything that the right has done, uh, whether it's President Trump and company, or Lawler, or Purdue, or whoever, it will all be in vain. So you have to get out and vote. I implore you, please get out and vote. Uh, it's if you don't, it will minimize every blood, sweat, and tear effort we've been making, everybody has, in the last several weeks to months. So please, 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 Georgia, understand that this is beyond just me or her or he or she or whatever. This is about history. And I know that Newt has mentioned that, but uh, not really specifically broken it down. And I think Georgians need to remember that if this gets branded wrong, we will never learn. We'll never learn. Yes, it might be. Listen,
0: I'm I'm hope I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not I'm not Pollyannish. I I I was not wrong in saying 2016 is hard. 2020 is hard. Wasn't wrong in our analysis either about you know state laws and state constitutions and data analysis and the the agreement that went into consent agreement that they went into in Georgia, we weren't wrong and partisan observers weren't wrong on the law an hour and 13 minutes. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, North Carolina, Tim on the Sean Hannity show. Hey Sean, how are you doing this evening? What's up, sir? How are you? I'm doing well.
10: Hey, I have, um, I have a question. So let's say they uncover massive fraud in Georgia, just hypothetical. Um, and that ends up flipping the original results where one candidate, let's say a Republican that lost this runoff, uh, ended up getting over 50 percent. Um, is there any precedent for that case?
0: If Let me go back to the, your point. If they find election fraud in the general, remember, this is what frustrated a lot of Georgians, although I don't want this to be a factor in, in the next hour and 12 minutes for them. And... And that is to go out and vote. But what frustrated most Georgians is we we learned a lot about a consent agreement because the Democrats sued in early 2020. And as a result of this consent agreement that, frankly, the secretary of state, from my analysis, has no right to go into with, you know, the drop boxes and the lowered standards for mail-in voting And different signature verification standards for mail-in voting, and more rigorous standards for day-of voting, like people that are in line right now in Georgia waiting to vote. That hopefully are listening to me, and those on their way to the polls for the next hour and twelve minutes. You know, so um, I I just think that was the frustration, is they never did their job. You know, maybe I naively believe that the law, the Constitution, on some levels here, would have forced courts to do their constitutional duty they decided not to they all punted They you know i'll use the chief justice of wisconsin's words again judicial activism through inaction i can't say it any better than that um eight hundred-nine four one 1 sean you want to be a part of the program georgia now we're in 11 minutes we'll have full coverage of uh, where we are i want to warn you about our coverage tonight don't we i don't know at all if there's going to be a call that they can make in Georgia tonight. And while the results may be tilted one way, because you might see some of the outer counties, rural areas of Georgia, more conservative areas coming in first day of voting, you might, you know, you're going to get the same potential patterns. And again, we'll have to go in and analyze it after uh, that we had on November 3rd. And then all of a sudden, a big lead begins to erode away and you're beginning to think it's deja vu all over again. It could be. I don't want to create false hope in people, Um, but I do think that this is winnable. And I really believe in the next hour and 10 minutes, the number of people that vote in Georgia will probably be the defining answer to this race, this runoff. That's how significant you getting out to vote in the next hour and 10 minutes is. All right. Full coverage election results tonight. Georgia, one hour and three minutes and 10 seconds left to get online to vote. Full coverage tomorrow as well. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China.